You're listening to the Awaken Podcast, brought to you by Father's House. Here's your host, Doyle Bradford. Thank you for joining me for the Awaken Podcast today. Last week, we began to talk about relationships and how they affect your destiny and your purpose. Uh, As I mentioned multiple times, there used to be a grade in school, plays well with others. And you cannot accomplish destiny and purpose alone. So because of that, how we get along with other people is absolutely critical to how far we can go in the things that God has for us. So last week we looked at relationships from the perspective of the book of James. And it's always so insightful when you look at James. Uh, James deals a lot with relationships, certainly deals a lot with how we use our tongue. And of course, I believe if you uh, read James on a regular basis, weekly basis, it would absolutely change your life. There's just so much there about relationships and specifically how we use our tongue. But I did a series a long time ago about relationships, and I want to share today Jesus and relationships. We learn so much. Of course, He is our model, but we learn so much when we look at how Jesus handled relationships. So I want to just spend a few moments, look at a few principles that I've recognized in looking at how Jesus handled relationships. Number one, he chose his relationships. He chose relationships. He did not allow them to choose him. He chose the 12 that would be part of his inner circle. And so he knew, Jesus first knew who he was, and he knew his purpose. We know John 10.10 says the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but here's why he came. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. That's why he came. He said, I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. So first we know that Jesus knew who he was and he knew his purpose. Here's the, here's the principle. You make wrong relationship choices if you do not have a clear sense of your purpose and who you are. You make wrong relationship choices if you don't have a proper self-image. Jesus knew who he was. He knew his purpose. When you know your purpose, it automatically reveals to you people that belong in your life and relationships you should have versus relationships that God has not ordained for you. So he knew who he was first. And I believe this is a major key to relationship is we have to know who we are. We have to be comfortable in our own skin or we make wrong relationship choices. Now, I mentioned this earlier, but Jesus chose his relationships. John John 15, 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit. He's talking to his disciples here. Uh, and we see that uh, he, he chose Simon and he chose the other disciples. He found them, uh, some of them fishing, and, and he chose them. He chose his inner circle. 
You need to understand that your relationships reveal who you are. Jesus didn't just let relationships happen. It's very important that you choose who you get close to. Jesus chose. He did not just allow anyone to be part of his inner circle. I want to encourage you today to think, to to seek the Lord, to pay close attention to who you have relationship with. And something very important, don't ignore warning signs and red flags. This is very important. Many times we know on the inside, something on the inside says, don't trust this person. This person is not good for you. Pay attention to that. Don't ignore signs and flags. But you choose your relationships. You don't let relationship choose you. Many times when someone wants to manipulate you or they have an ulterior motive, they will pursue you. Pay close attention to to people who pursue you. Now, that doesn't mean everyone who pursues you is, is bad. But if someone is aggressively pursuing you, pay attention to that. And, and put it before the Lord and make sure that, that there's not a motive there, that you're not being manipulated in some way. Uh, very important. Now, something else I noticed is Jesus chose different kinds of people. He chose a fisher. He chose fishermen. He chose a tax collector. He chose a doctor. These people were, had nothing in common. So what that tells me is, I need relationships in my life that are not all the same. I need people from different backgrounds because I need something that they have in my life. It impacts me. And human nature is to hang around people we like. Birds of a feather flock together and so on. So we tend not to want to have relationship with those who are not like us. But Jesus chose different kinds of people who in many ways had nothing in common. So it's very important that we realize that. All of our relationships do not have to be the same. Different people bring different things, bring different perspectives. So don't be afraid to have different kinds of people, people who don't have anything in common with one another in your life. He chose different people. Another thing we see about Jesus is he practiced quiet time to get away from the relationships. Luke 5, Jesus himself would often, <laughs> he would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. He was getting away from those relationships. He was having some time just to meditate and, and you know, work on himself and commune with the Father. Jesus practiced quiet time away from relationships. Very, very important that you have time for you. We're better at relationships when we have a strong devotional life and of prayer in the Word. See, Jesus slipped away from the, the crowd. He slipped away even from the inner circle to pray. So we're better at relationships. I have found this to be true for sure. I'm better at relationships if I'm having a strong devotional life. If I'm in prayer and the Word, I have more patience to deal with people. I'm better in relationships. And Jesus understood this. He took himself away. He practiced quiet time to get away from relationships. So 
many conflicts arise when we're tired and exhausted. Uh, also, you know, hangry. I don't know if you know that word or not. But you're tired, you're exhausted, and you're hungry, and you get the combination of hunger and anger. You're hangry. So conflicts arise when we're tired and exhausted. So we need to take time to recharge ourselves. You know, all of us have cell phones. A great battle about whether it's a Samsung or whether it's an iPhone. That battle continues. But most people have a cell phone. And one thing we know, that cell phone must be recharged. The Bible says that we, when we pray in the Spirit, we edify ourselves. That means recharge. We recharge ourselves. So Jesus took time away from relationships to edify himself, to meditate, to pray. So it's very important that we do that because we're better at relationships when we're having a good devotional life. Another thing is, and I think this one really uh, trips people up because I think there is a mindset and a philosophy out there that we're supposed to treat everyone the same. I'm sorry that's not the case. Yes, we should treat everyone with respect and honor, but Jesus did not treat everyone the same. He treated Pharisees completely different than he treated sinners. He, he treated crowds differently than he treated his inner circle. He would go into depth with the inner circle, but he would not do that with the crowds and certainly wouldn't do that with Pharisees. So it's important to understand Jesus did not treat everyone the same. He had crowds, but he also had an inner circle. And he would go into more depth with the inner circle. So I believe there is a mindset that you treat everyone the same, and that gets people in trouble sometimes with relationships. Yes, everyone deserves honor and respect, but not everyone belongs at the same level of relationship and sharing in your life. And so Jesus demonstrated that. He did not treat everyone the same. Another thing Jesus did is he looked at the heart. He did not look on the outside. Things are not always what they appear. I don't know about you, but I have met people, actually met people that other people warned me about and said, don't you trust them, they're not a good person, or told me something negative about them. And when I got to know them, I found them to be completely different. So we need to understand Jesus looked at the heart, not the outside. Things are not always what they appear. We need to recognize also that there's a difference between behavior and heart. Jesus actually said he judged the heart, the motives. So recognize there is often a difference between behavior and heart. And if we allow behavior to keep us from sometimes getting to know someone, when we get to know them, we find that, yes, they may be having some wrong behavior, but sometimes that could be that they're missing relationships. Sometimes the Lord has put them in our lives for us to help them in that behavior. But we need to recognize that things are not always what they appear. 
Look at the heart, not just the appearance. Some people have wrong behavior and practices, but their heart is right. They want to go to the right direction. They have a heart that's not pure. Some people have a hidden agenda and motive. Now, again, once you recognize that someone has a hidden agenda and motive, it's very important that you probably, you're probably not going to want to keep that relationship. But look at the heart. Don't look at the external. Here's what I'm saying with this. The the external, the outside could look perfect. It could just be, wow, this person is is everything that, that they ought to be or and if you're looking for a mate, I mean, it, it could look like this person is perfect. But some people have a heart that's not pure. They have hidden agendas and motives. Don't just judge on the outside, whether that's a bad appearance on the outside or a good appearance on the outside. Because a good appearance on the outside with a heart that has a wrong agenda and motive is more dangerous than the person who maybe is behaving wrongly but has a right heart and just needs some guidance and some encouragement. But be very careful not to look at the outside, whether appealing or not appealing. Don't join yourself to someone until you see what their heart is. When you see someone has a wrong heart, you don't make excuses. You don't overlook it. I'm telling you something today that will absolutely help you. Do not overlook it when you see the heart is wrong. Yes, there may be some bad behavior that we can work through if the heart is right, but don't you join yourself to someone when you see they have a wrong heart. If they talk bad about someone else, they will talk bad about you. If they're disloyal in the previous relationships in their life, they will eventually be disloyal to you. So don't look on the outside. Things can look bad, And yet the person has a good heart, but things can look perfect and the person has a wrong heart. So it's very important that you recognize that Jesus looked at the heart. He did not look on the outward appearance is what the Bible says. He looked at the heart, not the outside. Now, here's one that I think most people struggle with. But Jesus was very direct and honest with people. I've got to be honest with you. When I see people that are honest with me, maybe I have offended them. And they look me in the eye and say, listen, that offends me. That offended me. Well, when I see that happen, when someone does that with me, my trust level goes up phenomenally. Because most people can't do this. I'm going to be honest. Most people are mad at you, but they won't tell you. Well, Jesus was not that way. He was direct and honest. And I honestly believe that this is the greatest key to relationships. If we're in strong relationship and we have a strong bond, we ought to be able to look each other in the eye, be direct and honest. So many people are trying to have relationships where they have not been honest at all with the person they're in relationship with. But there's a time where you, you have to let people know what you really think. Jesus was direct. We see this when he began to tell the disciples that he had to suffer many things in Mark 8. And it says Peter took him aside and rebuked him. And guess what Peter did? Or guess what Jesus did, rather? 
Jesus didn't sugarcoat that. Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are not setting your mind on God's interest, but man's. God, or Jesus rather, was direct and honest with people. He addressed Peter's behavior to his face. This is very important. He was direct and honest with people. Then we see it again with Peter. Peter says he'll never deny or leave Jesus. Jesus looks him square in the face and says, this night you're going to deny me three times. Do you see the directness? Do you see the the honesty with people? This is critical with relationships. With Jesus, they knew where he stood. And see, I believe this is so valuable for us in relationships. Our relationships, the people in our life, need to know where we stand. Jesus addressed the issues to the person's face. If you talk to about someone to someone else before you talk to the person directly, you're making a mistake. Develop confidence. Have relationships where you can speak to the person's face. Another principle, Jesus built relationships and connected with people by speaking their language. How do you connect with people? How do you build relationships? You speak in terms of their interest. Again, the focus is on them, not on you. The focus is on listening, not being heard. But Jesus built relationships and connected with people by speaking their language. Peter and Andrew were fishing. He said, I will make you fishers of men. He connected with them spiritually even on something that they were doing in the natural. The woman at the well, they were at a well. He talked about water. So he connected with people by speaking their language. Another principle, Jesus explained things in a way that people could understand. He used parables. He used word pictures. This is very important. Make sure people understand what you're communicating with them. One of the things that I have found valuable in management and leadership is to have the person repeat back to you what you said so that they know what the expectations are. So many problems in relationships come from not having clear expectations or defined expectations. But Jesus explained things in a way that people could understand. If the other person does not understand what we're saying, we're actually not communicating. And if we're not communicating, we won't have quality relationships. Jesus also forgave the shortcomings and weaknesses of others. He had a relationship with them anyway. Peter, we see it multiple times where Peter is prideful and arrogant. And actually, it says he rebuked Jesus. Jesus did not throw Peter to the side. He forgave the shortcomings and weaknesses of others. One of the most amazing things, I think, in the Bible is Jesus already knew Judas would betray him. But he did not treat Judas any differently than he treated the other disciples. So he forgave shortcomings and weaknesses. And if we're going to do well in relationships, we'll have to do the same. We'll have to be willing 
to uh, forgive shortcomings and weaknesses. Now, I do believe it's important here, though, that we, again, come face to face and address and make sure we have the shortcomings and weaknesses addressed. But then we need to forgive and we need to cover the weaknesses of others. Another thing Jesus did is he reached out to people that others rejected. Lepers, sick people, the Samaritan woman he shouldn't have even been talking to, a tax collector, um, Matthew, Zacchaeus, come down, uh, Zacchaeus, for today I will dine with you. So Jesus valued all people. Again, he may have had different levels of relationships with different people. He did not treat everyone the same. There was a greater depth of relationship with some than there were others. But he did value all people, including people that others rejected. Jesus, here's a great uh, relationship principle. He let go of his ego. Mark 10 says they called him good teacher. He said, why do you call me good? Only my father is good. Ego destroys relationships. But Jesus knew he was the son of God. But he did not allow that his status and and ego to affect how he dealt with other people. So we absolutely have to deal with our ego. I don't know about you, but my ego has gotten in my way before in relationships. But we really need to let go of ego, let go of thinking too highly of ourselves. This is extremely important in relationships. We also see that Jesus served the people he was in relationship with. I love this. Jesus washed the disciples' feet. He said, the greatest is the one who serves. So one of the major relationship keys is we serve people that we're in relationship with. And I'll be honest, for most people, serving is not a natural disposition. But I believe the more time we spend uh, in the Word and in devotion in growing, we serve those we're in relationship with. Are you looking for people to serve you or do something for you, or are you focused on blessing them? Jesus served those he was in relationship with. And the last principle, Jesus focused on the needs of others. Remember when the, when the multitude was hungry? And I'm amazed. I always laugh when I hear it. But You know, the disciples were saying, hey, it's time for us to eat and we don't have enough for them. Send these people away so we can have some food. We're hungry. But Jesus said, no, 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 no. Jesus would not send the multitude away hungry. The disciples said, send them away so we can eat. Jesus said, no, we've got to take care of them. So Jesus was focused on the needs of others. And that's very important in relationships. So as I've said before, you know, relationships are such a key to destiny. We need the right people above us. We need the right people around us. And these last couple of weeks, we've been talking about principles with people around us. And I certainly hope that they have helped you. These principles have helped you. Because again, I don't think we can rise to a greater level than our ability to have relationships. So um, I trust that you would grow in your relationships. If some of these principles are where you're living right now, I 
I pray that they helped you. And uh, thank you again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. As I often say, please subscribe to the podcast. Please share the podcast. If you're on social media, you can share it in any of those venues. It's available on all pretty much uh, platforms that you listen to podcasts. So if you've got friends that you believe would benefit from what we're talking about here, please tell them to listen. Tell them to follow the podcast. And again, thank you for being with me today. We will speak again next week. Have a great and blessed day. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. To stay up to date, like our Father's House Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Father's House IC.